Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, September 3rd, 2022. It is 9.05 a.m. Pacific Time. And this is episode 175 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Bear. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Saturday and happy college football week one. Boogie, good morning. Good morning, Baron. How are you doing? I am fantastico, my friend. Capped a lot of games last night. We got some college football on deck today and some baseball. Very excited for the weekend. Happy September. It's our first uh, September pod. We're nearing the two-year anniversary of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Man, this is exciting times right now. College football started week one. Starts off with a bang. We got games starting right now at 9 o'clock, right, kicking off right now. College football starting with a bang. I'm starting with a bang. It's, I'm starting off with a water. We're starting, at, yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be a wonderful episode here today. Uh, to quote Boogie pre-show, it's feel-out week. It is uh, week one of the college football season. They had week zero, a little bit of a tease. And then uh, they've had games on Thursday and Friday. And today, the first Big Saturday in college football. Almost 100 games, it feels like, is going to be on deck today. And uh, we got a lot of picks, but we're really just going to narrow it down, being that it's feel-out week. We want to kind of narrow down the uh, plays to a a certain specialty, three, four, five picks maybe in college football. We will also give you guys a baseball update and a famous four-pack of picks in baseball today as well. Boogie, college football is back. It's a wonderful time. A lot of uh, transfers this year with the transfer uh, portal and the NIL deals. And uh, I want to start off by saying that out of 133 major Division I football programs, 67 of those programs, their starting quarterback is a transfer. Yeah, it's crazy how this... uh this storyline has developed over the last year or two, and uh, it is only getting worse uh, as uh, we now are seeing guys jump ship after they cry themselves because they can't yeah. get you know the starting positions that they're getting. College basketball is seeing it. College football is here seeing it. Yep. Um, shout out to USC as they took uh, a lot of. A lot of great guys from Oklahoma and all over the place now. Yeah, coach and quarterback. Coach, quarterback, and uh, we're looking at a big time, uh, big time change in college sports. So you know the NIL is in effect, yeah. um, and I think that I think they're going to have to skew this a little bit. So we'll be seeing a lot more of this, but uh, I think there's going to be some changes. Hey, shout out to as yesterday we we find out that the uh, college football playoffs. We'll oh. now have 12 teams. Uh, it's been a unanimous vote with the board. Yes. And uh, that will either start by 2026 at the latest or maybe sooner. If they can get it done, 2024, depending on what ESPN and the college football uh, alliances can uh, work out. 12 teams is going to be awesome. They're going to have six conference champions and six at large bids. So, very exciting. We'll see how that all shakes out. 12 teams, though, in the college football playoff should be happening in the next four years, maybe sooner. So No more crying around here, either. No more crying around here, man. We, we started from the BCS days with two teams, and now there's four, and now there's 12, and 
This whole thing with these transfers, I can understand if you like commit somewhere and your coach leaves or something like that, but this whole take your ball and go home deal to just transfer from school to school because you're not getting your way, I, I, I don't I don't agree with that. But. No, I don't agree with it. Hey, before we get started, too, I do want to give one other shout-out here. Uh, great job, Serena Williams, last night. Unfortunately, Serena! she lost last night, uh, moving toward retirement. Uh, he ended her magical run last night at the U.S. Open. Uh, she walked off the court, though, losing uh, in three sets. And uh, we just want to make sure that we give a, a, a shout-out to her and her unbelievable career. Uh, she had a storybook run. Uh, and, of course, uh, just wanted to make sure that we uh, spoke about her and, and talked up her uh, greatness for that great tennis player that she was. And she's changed a lot of, a lot of athletes and not just all about tennis. So uh, yeah. want to make sure that we talk about her and, and give her a big uh, big shout out. She's the goat man, Serena Williams. Congratulations on a historic career. You changed the landscape of tennis forever, and um, just a huge huge influence to the people. So shout out to Serena Williams walking off the court for the last time last night. Came close to an upset, lost in three sets. So Serena Williams. Congratulations on a historic career. Go enjoy the rest of life and whatever it has to offer you. I'm sure you're going to do great things. Well, Boogie, it's 10 after 9, and the 9 o'clock games have begun. There's a ton of them. Um, didn't really like too, too much at 9 a.m. I got a few plays out there. But um, we're really diving into these later games at this point. And I want to give out my first pick of the college football Season. I know we did college football last weekend, but this really feels like the first Saturday in college football. And I'm going to a big favorite here today as Southeast Missouri State visits Iowa State. Oh my lord, this is going to be a bloodbath. Blood out. So, Iowa State is laying 34 points at home, up in Ames, against Southeast Missouri State. And I'm laying the 34 points. I'm not a big, uh, as you know, I'm not a big favorites better. No, you're not. But I'll tell you this, I like this game today. Everybody go jump on Iowa State laying 34 points. They might win by 60. They're at home. They bring a good bit back. Yes, they lost Brock Purdy and Breeze Hall. But the guys behind them are actually pretty good. They return a lot of their defense. And the Iowa State Cyclones will cover today. Lay the 34 points with the Iowa State Cyclones at 11 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. My first college football play of week one and September. Books. Yes, sir. I know you got a lot on that sheet over there. Oh, don't be peeking at my sheet. Because I've been peeking at it. <laughs> What are we looking at today? What first first pick of the day? For I gotta the go twelve thirty Pacific time. I'm taking Oregon plus the points. Woo boy, the Ducks, huh? Georgia is the defending national champs. I think that Oregon can go ahead and keep it a little bit close. Georgia loses 15 defensive players this year. Jesus, uh, you've got them. Most of them going all to the NFL. So unbelievable. Uh, great job with them last year. But this Oregon team is now led by Bo Nix, the transfer, as we're talking about transfers, from Auburn. Uh, the quarterback, Bo Nix, is going to take over the helm over at Oregon. I think that yeah. they can go ahead on the road, 
capturing 16 and a half points. I think they can keep it closer than people think. Uh, with all those defensive players lost, I think that Oregon, the way that they play and they're up-tempo, I think that they will be able to keep it close. Uh, Stetson Bennett, of course, the great quarterback that uh, led Georgia last year, will be at the helm still. But I think Oregon, with the points, is going to be a very good uh, right. play today. The Oregon Ducks, quack, quack. Quack, quack. The Chick-fil-A kickoff from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in Atlanta, 12:30 ABC. Oregon Ducks plus 17 points, Boogie. That's a touchdown and a half right there. Sounds good to me. So that's a big game, and I'm very excited to watch that on ABC. Oregon and Georgia, number three against number eleven. We'll see how that shakes out. Boogie's wow. My first pick was a favorite, and your first pick was a dog? Yeah. Where, what's happening What's right going now? on? Am I, am I, I'm in the twilight zone right now. <laughs> and I'm going to stay in the twilight zone because I'm giving out another favorite. Who are you liking? 12.30 p.m. on Fox. We travel to Memorial Stadium in Norman, Oklahoma. The number nine team in the country, the Oklahoma Sooners, looking a little bit different this year. We noted earlier Lincoln Riley and, and uh, Caleb Williams transferring to USC. Oklahoma, though, brings in Dylan Gabriel from UCF, stud quarterback, lefty. Man, they're going to put up some points this year. Their defense is a little bit better. And they play a UTEP team that I actually watched UTEP play last week. They stink. They stink. They played North Texas last Saturday at home and lost 31-13 to at home. Wow. Now they travel to Norman to take on the Sooners. <laughs> well, Boogie, <laughs> Boogie, here's... This is the best way that I can put this, Cooks. If UTEP is giving up 31 points at home to North Texas, I gotta think Oklahoma's gonna double that up. So I think Oklahoma scores in the realm of about 60. So I have Oklahoma as well, minus 30 and a half. I will uh, go ahead and buy that little small hook. Oklahoma minus 30. You and me both, minus huh? Minus 30. We riding together? Riding together, dying together. Ride together, die together. The Bad minus, boys for life. That's right. Miners are 0-6 against the spread in their last six games versus a Big 12 team. Right now, Oklahoma, moving to the SEC, is still a Big 12 team. Uh, this is going to be a bloodbath, as we stated. Oh, yeah. UTEP will get crushed. Go ahead. Lay the lumber. I'll take Oklahoma. Lay 30 points. Easy peasy. My score prediction for this game is 63-17. to 17. Love it. I think Oklahoma wins this game by about 40. Love it. Oh, let's go. I got Appalachian State this morning at 9 a.m., and they just went up 7-0, baby. Let's go. My picks this morning, by the way, were Appalachian State on the money. I got Texas A&M laying some wood as well. Um, and I also have, uh, that's it. Oh, Iowa State at 11. I bet that already, too. And I'm going to bet Oklahoma laying 30. Uh, You're a crazy fool. Oklahoma laying 30. Damn, my two picks are both 30-point favorites. Crazy. Who the hell am I? Who am I? I don't know who you Boy, are. I don't know who I am, but I, man, I'm, I kind of want to... Skim through this and find another 30-point favorite. Let's go. I don't know about Alabama. Utah State, 42 points is a lot. I am scamming right now. Man, Wyoming, 
Cincy, UCLA. UCLA looks good too. UCLA should wax. But I am going. I know where I'm going. I found it. The Luke Fickle post Desmond Ritter air begins for Cincinnati this year, Boogie, and they travel to an SEC school, the Arkansas Razorbacks, who return a lot this year. 12.30 ESPN, six-and-a-half-point spread here. I think this game's going to be a banger. This could be like the game of the day. Arizona is, or Arkansas is preseason 19, and Cincinnati's preseason 23. Um, no Sauce Gardner, he went to the league as well for Cincinnati, so we'll see what they bring to the table, but... For a team that's lost one game in the last couple of years, got to take the points. I am using a college basketball strategy here, Boogie, when it comes to this game. Cincinnati, I think, can win this game, so I'm going to take the points. My third pick on our college football docket today, the Cincinnati Bearcats plus seven. Well, it's funny that you say the Cincinnati Bearcats because... Boogie's got a team that we're going to be following this year. Number 24, Houston. Oh, the Cougs. The Houston Cougars, uh, I think, can be the Cincinnati of last year. All right. Watch out for them as they take on UTSA. Now, the Roadrunners also last year, their only regular season loss came to North Texas, 45-23. Then they wound up uh, bouncing back. Versus Western Kentucky in the CUSA Conference USA Championship game with a 49-41 win. Unfortunately, they lost in San Diego State in the Frisco Bowl, 38-24. The Frisco Bowl. The Frisco Bowl. Houston had a couple of a uh, couple of tough outcomes though last year. However, this team is on fire right now. They start off the season number 24. Clayton Toon, their quarterback. Clayton Toon. Cougars are 7-2 against the spread. Their last nine versus the Conference USA. 18-8, their last 26 on grass. They're playing on grass today. However, watch out for the Roadrunners as well. They're 4-0 against the spread in their last four in September. 8-3 against the spread in their last 11. But UTSA is 1-4 against the spread in their last five overall. Give me Houston as I think this Houston team, again, is going to be in the top 25 all year long. What do you got, Houston? Minus four? Minus four for Houston. Man, you like this. Houston's cool. You should get your master's at Houston. Because <laughs> of college basketball? Man, you got Woo-hoo! the basketball. Hey, oh, my Lord. And you know what? That basketball team they got this year is going to be Marcus Sasser's back. Oh, my God. I cannot Jermon wait. Mark's back. I cannot wait to sit and talk Houston basketball with you. I can't wait. Every Sunday, Houston minus 20, baby. I can't wait. They're going to be nice. Uh, Kelvin Sampson got that squad rolling, and the bat or the football team's pretty good too. Clayton Tune is returning. They lost some pieces in the uh, skilled position area, but they've got guys coming up that are very talented. Clayton Tune slinging that thing in state, kind of a rivalry set up here. Houston and San Antonio. They're playing at the Alamo Dome. Houston minus four, twelve thirty CBS Sports Network. Boogie, I think. Should we go four college football plays today? Since yeah, we're doing, let's do four. Since we're doing four baseball, we should do four college football. And I gotta. Oh man, this is gonna surprise a lot of people. I gave two favorites. I'm gonna give two dogs. And I'm gonna start off pick number four with a fight song. 
Go Gators! Let's go! The Florida Gators are hosting the number seven team in the country, the Utah Utes. Now, don't get me wrong. Utah is loaded this year. Kind of a weird line here. This was a, this was capped out to a T. Utah minus three at Florida. Home dog in the swamp. I'm taking the Gators. Going Gators, huh? Florida Gators plus the three at home. Three-point home dog against the Utah Utes. Tough place to play down there in Gainesville. It's going to be a raucous crowd, and it's tough to win down there. So if you're giving me three in the swamp, I'm taking Florida. I had some other ideas on my sheet, but that's going to be my best. Florida plus three. That's at 4 o'clock on ESPN. I'm taking the Gators. Boogie, fourth and final for college football, and we can move on to baseball. You know, we haven't spoken about it, but what a game later today. Ohio State and Notre Dame. Uh Ohio State comes in. C.J. Stroud, quarterback, and for them. Notre Dame, a whole bunch of changes. Um, Notre Dame seems to be number five, getting a lot of love with their new head coach, they're 17 and a half points is what they had stated. They told their they told in the press yes. found out that they were 17 and a half point favorites. Wound up saying this is something that I did not know about. I'm going to be telling my team. Yes. And it could be motivating. But you know what? Cream always rises to the top. Oh boy. Ohio State now is down to 16 and a half. I'm going with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. The receivers on that team The defense on Ohio State, Notre Dame's defense is going to have to have some type of great game against Ohio State because their offense on Notre Dame is going through a lot of changes. They're not going to be able to score. Give me Ohio State. Lay the 16 and a half. I'll buy the hook down to 16. They've won before over the last 20 years, usually by between 16 to 20 points. Give me Ohio State to take care of business over Notre Dame. Biggest game of the night, Ohio State land. 16, Boogie's fourth and final. Just to recap, Boogie going with Oregon, plus 17. Oklahoma, minus 30. Houston Cougars, minus 4. Ohio State, minus 16. Barron going with Iowa State, minus 34. Oklahoma, minus 30. Cincinnati, plus 7. And Florida, plus the 3. Wow, college football's back. Fired up. I'm fired up. We will dive in even deeper as the weeks go on. Like we said before, this is a bit of a feel-out week for us. So we're feeling it out. So many games. Get used to it. And uh, Boogie, it's September the 3rd now, which means the dog days of summer are over in the baseball world. And before we dive into our four baseball picks got to kind of get people up to speed with where the playoff picture lies. He's still got the Houston Astros sounding like a broken record, the number one team in the American League right now. 85-47, and 47, looking solid, and man, we transition now to your Yankees, man. I called it. They are 79-53, and 53, and they now only have a five-game lead over the Rays. Rays win 9-0 last night. Yankees now are only five up on the second-place Rays. 
Blue Jays are right behind them at seven games back, yep. uh, and they are playing uh, today against your lowly Pirates. Mm-hmm. So uh, we shall see what happens, but this Yankee team, decimated with injuries, cannot hit the ball. Shout out to my man Aaron Judge. He seems to be still stroking as he's got uh, over 50 home runs now, chasing uh, some records. But other than that, and maybe the bag with free agency upon him. Uh, but I'll tell you what, this Yankee team better watch out because may not, they may not make the playoffs if they continue like this. Right. And I agree with that 100%. Worst August record ever in their history. Wow. The um, the Yankees have just completely fallen apart. And um, it's funny, we're in our studio right now and we left the door open and we had somebody walk in here. But then they walked out. I was going to invite them in and ask them who they like. But yeah, the Yankees, the Yankees though, man, uh, man, only a five-game lead now and a seven-game lead on the Blue Jays. It's getting kind of tight there. They're still hanging on, though. They're still the two-seed. But if they don't me- if they don't stop messing around, they could, they could fall out of this thing. I mean, if they can't, they're going to be playing on the road in a – Wild card game. Can you imagine if the Rays come back and win? They were, I told you, they 200 to 1 or 100 to 1? They were 100 to 1 just about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. They were 200 to 1 to win the East uh, beginning of the season when the Yankees were up 15 games. So that'd be like mid July. Yeah. And they were way back. So uh, now the Rays are minus, minus uh, five games to go on the Yankees. Five games back on a four-game winning streak, and they play again today. So a chance to keep gaining ground for the Rays, a weekend series. They win today and tomorrow. They can be about three games back. So Yankees definitely in must-win mode right now, but they are still hanging on to that two-seed, and we have another team still hanging on is the Cleveland Guardians. 68-62, the three-seed in the American League, Central Division leaders, but the Minnesota Twins are right there with them. The Twins are only a game back, and then you got the White Sox three back. So that American League Central race boogie is still going on. It's September. There's a month left in the season, and we still have a three-horse race to crown the number three seed in the American League Central champion this year. I mean, the Guardians are fighting like heck to be able to to hold on here, but the Twins had that, you know, locked up. First yeah. uh, first part of the season, and they gave it away. Now the White Sox uh, are fighting back with them. Yep. Shout out to uh, Tony LaRusso, White Sox manager, taking a leave of absence for his health at 77 years old. So yep. they're doing it with an interim manager right now. Uh, but one, two, three, three games back are the first three places in this Central, and it's fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. And uh, the White Sox have been good since LaRusso has been on the shelf as – the Guardians have lost three straight. The Twins have lost two in a row. And the White Sox have taken advantage, winning three straight games, getting back to 500 at 66 and 66, and only three games back in the Central. We talked about it all summer long. This American League Central is going to come down to the last series of the season. And it's a huge the benefit of winning that Central Division. You get the home wild card series, a three game series. It's huge, the benefit, to win this division. So we will see how that shakes out. The wild card of the American League boogie is much of the same. Nothing has really changed. We have a two-way tie for the number four seed with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Seattle Mariners. So both of them tied for the four seed. And uh, the Blue Jays coming in right behind them. Those have been the three teams all year that have occupied that wild card spot. 
Um, but do not sleep Watch on the Orioles. Orioles. They just called up Gunnar Henderson, the number two prospect in all of baseball. So they call him up to replace Mancini. They got Henderson, Anthony Santander, uh, Cedric Mullins. I mean, this Orioles team is hanging around books. All of these wild card teams are on winning streaks too. The Rays have won four in a row. The Mariners won five in a row. Blue Jays won last night. The Orioles are three game winners in a row. The Orioles are hanging around a game and a half back of the Blue Jays. So they're right there. And then you have your AL Central teams in there. The Twins are four back and the White Sox are six. The way that this is shaking out with the Rays, Mariners, and Blue Jays and Orioles barely ever losing, it's looking like for the AL Central hopefuls, you're in, you're the, out. Division winner or out. That's right. Um, and then you have the Red Sox at 65 and 68, winners of three in a row. Now three games under 500 and seven and a half back. Yeah, the Red Sox are done. You, you're, you're counting them out already. The Red Sox are done. Too much competition up top for the first five. It's tough. So that's your AL look, and the NL look is more of the same as well. Um, a couple of changes. Obviously, you have the Dodgers, the first team to get the 90 wins. They were also the first team to get the 80 wins, 70 wins, 60 wins, 50 wins, and 40 wins. Uh, yeah. Dodgers are 90 and 41 despite losing three consecutive games. Yeah. They lost to the Padres last night. Mm-hmm. They are 90 and 41, number one seed. The Mets still hanging on to that National League East lead with a three game lead over the Braves. I mean, it came down earlier this week, down to one and a half. Now they're back up to three games on the Braves. So we'll see with them. The Mets are, they got some uh, great uh, matchups today. Patrick Corbin, the worst uh, pitcher in the National League, looks like. Playing for the Nationals today, 5-17, and 17, going against Max Scherzer yep. for the Mets. I mean, this should be an easy win for the Mets. Yep. Uh, they're a $4 favorite. Uh, oh I mean, Lord. so this should be an easy win for them. The Braves got to keep uh, winning to keep up with the Mets, so it's going to be a fight. We got the Phillies, you know, obviously fighting win the wild card. Yep. Cardinals, woo, boy. That's what's really changed is they have they are on fire and they have opened up a seven and a half game lead on the Brewers in the National League Central. The Cardinals are now twenty two games above five hundred. Completely flipped the script. I mean, Brewers were up leading on the Cardinals for second place earlier in the summer. They were up by like four or five games. Now they're down by seven and a half games. Yeah, Cardinals man. are just running away with this Central. They really are. Great job by them. Uh, Albert Pujols trying to hit 700 career home runs. We'll probably do it by the end of this month. He's amazing. Um, so we've got uh, a lot of stuff going on with them. Yeah. And, of course, you can't go and forget about the Dodgers. Uh, not at all. Dodgers occupying the one seed. Mets are the two. And the Cardinals are the three. Cardinals are putting the Brewers in the danger zone. St. Louis looking to get that three seed and host a three-game wild card playoff series in St. Louis. One last hurrah for Pujols, Wainwright, and Yachty. And, you know, it's awesome because I took them recently at 25-1 to to win the World Series. And when I did that, they started winning a bunch of games. So trending upward are the Cardinals. You have the Braves who, if they don't catch the Mets, they're – Secondary prize will be the four seed as they have a commanding lead, uh, eight games up on the Padres for the four seed in the National League, and uh, the Padres a half a game up on the Phillies for the five, and then you got the Phillies. So 
Your mo- if the Braves do not catch the Mets, you will have the Braves hosting a three-game series against probably either the Padres or the Phillies, which I think they can take care of business against either of those teams. But the Phillies scare me a little bit more than the Padres do, though. Yeah, the Phillies hitting is really good. The pitching has come along. Uh, Padres play up and down. You know They don't hit as well as they should with all of those masters they got on that team. Yep. They should be stroking. Uh, but, yeah, we got the Braves with their unbelievable pitching. Great game earlier this week uh, with Strider. He had over 16 strikeouts. He's uh, amazing. I mean, you got this Braves team is just on fire, too. Rookie sensation. So, if the Braves don't catch the Mets, you will be looking at the Braves getting the two if they catch the Mets or the four if they do not. And then you got the Padres there. Winners of four straight, sitting there in the five hole. Obviously, Machado um, leading the way for them with Tatis out for the season. And it, well in the next year, too. And uh, the Phillies right there. And then it's, it's really tightened up for the uh, for the National League wild card. Teams are getting eliminated left and right. The Brewers are three and a half back. And uh, you got the Diamondbacks at nine and a half back. So, I mean, teams are kind of... Uh, Falling off, the National League is tightened up. You know, you're you're looking at realistically. I mean, the Brewers are they really the only other team that's got a shot? Yeah. And so you're looking at about seven teams for six spots. We'll see if the Brewers can make a push with their good starting pitching, but the National League's looking like it's really taking shape here early. It really is. Diamondbacks, you know, they got a little bit of a, a push that they did a couple weeks ago, but now they're back again to nine and a half back. Um, I think it's going to be those top four teams right there. Braves, Padres, Phillies, Brewers, all fighting out. The Diamondbacks lap the Giants. They have a better record than the Giants. Yeah, they do. Giants just fell apart. Pitching has been bad this year. They cannot hit. They cannot hit. So they're going to have to do something with them offseason. Hey, shout out to your Pirates. Pirates are not going to be the most likely, the last place, worst record in the National League this year as the Washington Nationals are – 45 and 87, so you got them by about, what, four and a half, five games right now? I don't know, Boogie. Don't jinx us right now. (laughs) That win total's getting a little dicey. Uh, The over-under was 62 games, so I don't know if they're going to win 62 games. 49 and 82. Well, the Nationals are not going to win 62 games, that's for sure. They're not. A four and a half game lead on the Nationals for the (laughs) toilet bowl, I guess you would call it. So we we got four games to give out today, and from a chronological order standpoint, I'm taking a shot here. I didn't realize the Giants were ten games back before <laughs> I made this pick, but I got to stick with it. The Giants won last night, defeating the Phillies thirteen to one. Maybe they're starting to catch some fire here. Mm, we'll ten, ten games back, last month of the season. Syndergaard's been good, but so is Jacob Junis. I'm taking the Giants. First pick of the day, San Francisco Giants, plus 108 as a home underdog to upset the Phillies. Okay. First pick. Boogie, who's yours? My first pick is going to be the over in the Red Sox-Rangers game. Really? Yeah, the over is 9.5, minus $1.10. Red Sox go with Bellow on the mound. He's 0-4 with a 7.27 ERA. 
Um, it's not like it's a one game and you get to skyrocket your, your ERA if you just have one bad game. This guy's 0-4 with a 7-2-7 ERA. Runs. The Rangers don't even know who they're throwing out at the moment. Uh, this game starts at uh, one ten Pacific time. And uh, we're looking at a very big time score here. Red Sox probably will win this game. But uh, give me the over in the 9.5 Rangers Red Sox. Rangers Red Sox over 9.5. Boogie's first of four. Boogs, I'm going back to the well with your Yankees today, man. 3.10 p.m. Pacific time. The Yankees are pitching Clark Schmidt, who arguably have been their, has been their best pitcher. He's been holding it down. The rookie has been pitching great. Kluber's had an up-and-down year, 9-7 and seven with a 4 2 one Good opportunity for the Yankees bats to get going. Rays are trying to keep their home winning streak alive. But to no avail, the Yankees finally getting the win called. How many times can you get the Yankees as an underdog too, Boogie? Yankees plus 118 today to go on the road and defeat the Tampa Bay Rays. I got a uh, drink bet for somebody else who's a Rays fan. Okay. So I gotta go with the Yankees today too, but I'm not confident in that pick at so, the moment. So you're, you're not you're not giving the Yankees officially, I not, not officially, just rooting for them. All right, let's go Yankees. But you you are gonna go I'm to going, the AL East. I am going to the AL East here. We got Richards on the mound for the Blue Jays on the road against the Pirates and Contreras. Uh, Contreras four and four with a three five seven ERA. Blue Jays took care of business yesterday. I believe they'll do the same today in this fight for this wild card. They're only minus a dollar sixty-five. Give me the Blue Jays minus dollar sixty-five on the money line to beat the Pirates. To beat the Pirates. Blue Jays minus one sixty-five to beat my Pirates. Well, Hello, mate. Never a never a bad idea to bet against the Pirates. No. Blue Jays minus 165. Both of my games late night are on Fox. My first one is the Minnesota Twins at the Chicago White Sox. There's a gentleman on the mound for the White Sox by the name of Dylan Cease. He has been fantastic this year, 12 and 6 with a 227. Twins are hurling Tyler Maley, who they acquired from the Reds at the trade deadline. Tail of tape with this one, though, Boogie, is the White Sox are running kind of hot right now, man. They've won three in a row. They're looking to inch closer. We went over the standings aspect of it as the Guardians have a one-game lead on the Twins and a three-game lead on the White Sox. So, mathematics say that the White Sox are only two games back of the Twins. Well, after today, they'll be one game back, my friend, because Dylan Cease is going to hurl a great game. And for the first time in a while, the White Sox will climb above 500 and get a win. Dylan Cease on the mound. The White Sox are minus 140. Great value with the best pitcher on the staff for the White Sox. Dylan Cease and the White Sox, minus $1.40, is going to be my third selection of the day. My third selection of the day is going to be those New York Mets. The Mettys! You've got Max Scherzer on the mound, arguably one of the best pitchers of this new era. 9-4 and four with a 2.27 ERA going against... Patrick Corbin of the Washington Nationals. 17 losses. 5 and 17 with a 656 ERA. Arguably one of the worst uh, pitchers this year. Uh, he is actually a $4 dog. 
Max Scherzer Holy is minus God. 420 today with the Mets. Give me the Mets minus $1.75, minus one and a half runs. Um, History-wise, Patrick Corbin is 5-10 against the Mets. And, uh, yeah, it looks like there's going to be a lot, a lot of bats swinging against this Corbin. Give me the Mets and the run line for max betting value. That is not very good. No, not very good five at all. 5-10 against... That team and mm. five and seventeen on the season. Yes, minus one and a half, minus one seventy five. The Mets to blow out the Washington Nationals. I am shocking the world with this upset pick today. The Cleveland Guardians are at home with a rookie pitcher on the mound, Xavion Curry, against Robbie Ray and the Mariners. Now the Mariners have won four consecutive games on the road, and they're on a massive winning streak. I like Cleveland to put a halt. To that winning streak today, plus a dollar forty-three. Wow, man, home doggies, doggies are barking. We already know that the uh, Guardians' lead in the AL Central is pretty slim. Mm-hmm. It, it, the margin for error is also very slim. I'm going to take the Guardians to upset the Mariners today, plus a dollar forty-three for my fourth baseball pick and eighth overall boogie. Looks like we're going to Bush Stadium for pick number four for you. Yeah, we're going to go with Adam Rainwright today. Wainwright's on the mound today against these Cubbies. <sighs> Smiley for the Cubs, 5-7 and seven with a 3-2-4 ERA against Wainwright's 9-9 nine and nine with a 3.09. Cardinals at home are rolling. Uh, Cubs are 1-4 in their last five road games, 1-4 in their last five overall. Obviously, we got the Cardinals on a hot streak. 35 and 16 their last 51 home games, 23 and 7 their last 30 overall. This should be an easy bet. Give me the Cardinals minus one and a half plus a dollar five. Cardinals minus one and a half plus 105. Boogie got two run lines, a favorite and an over. I got three dogs and a favorite. Boogie's given the Rangers, Red Sox over 9.5, Blue Jays minus 165, Mets minus 1.5, minus 175, Cardinals minus 1.5, plus 105. I'm going Giants plus 108, Yankees plus 118, White Sox minus 140, Guardians plus 143. Best bet time, Boogie 175 episode is done with. Tomorrow we will see you guys again for episode 176. But before we come back to you tomorrow, we need Boogie's September Saturday Blockbuster Best Bet. My friend, what you want to do? You want to do best bet in college football and a best bet in baseball? I think we can do that. Let me ask you this. Is your best bet overall in baseball? Uh, my best bet overall is in college football, actually. Wow. Okay. So what's the? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let, 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 okay. What's your best bet overall? Give me the college football lock of the day. Boogie's blockbuster best bet is going to be Oklahoma Sooners oh to blow out UTEP Miners. Lay thirty points. Oklahoma takes care of business. New era for Oklahoma with a new coach, new quarterback. Watch out for this Dylan Gabriel. Uh, former transfer from UCF. He was on fire with that team. He'll be on fire with this better Oklahoma team. 
Give me Oklahoma, lay the points. I think that's great because that's my best bet, too, in college football. My best overall bet was in baseball, but I'm going to take, with Boogie, Oklahoma minus 30 as my college football best bet. And for my baseball best bet and my overall best bet, I'm taking the Chicago White Sox minus $1.40 to defeat the Minnesota Twins. Boogie, what is your baseball best bet? I mean, as long as you're okay with it, I got to go with the Mets here. I mean, this is not a, uh, a a great game, but it is an easy bet, in my opinion. Give me the Mets, minus one and a half runs. If you can capture it, minus two and a half runs, you'll lower that, that money if yeah. you get a little greedy. Give me the Mets, minus one and a half, minus $1.75. Max on the mound, Mad Max killing it over the Nationals. Patrick Corbin, another loss for him. There it is. Oklahoma minus 30, Baron and Boogie's best bet in college football. White Sox minus 140, Mets minus one and a half, minus $1.75. That's a wrap for episode 175. we got to go greet this person that's standing in our doorway here. And you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy Saturday. Baron out. Boogie out.